In this presentation, we will introduce the topics of accounting periods and accounting methods with relation to a sole proprietorship Schedule C type of income. This information can be found in Publication 334. Introduction. You must figure your taxable income and file an income tax return for an annual accounting period called a tax year. So the term tax year is an annual accounting period. So the annual accounting period, then the question is, well, does that mean a calendar year or not, right? We have the tax year, doesn't necessarily say a calendar year. It says the annual accounting period. That's what the tax year is back to the text. Also, you must consistently use an accounting method that clearly shows your income and expenses for the tax year. Accounting periods. When preparing a statement of income and expenses, generally your income tax return, you must use your books and records for a specific interval of time called an accounting period. The annual accounting period for your, ta for your income tax return is called your tax year. You can use one of the following tax years. You can have a calendar tax year, which would be from January to December, a fiscal tax year, which may be a tax year different from January to December. Unless you have a required tax year, you adopt a tax year by filing your first income tax return using that tax year. So we're going to have the first income tax return, and that'll typically be where we are deciding what our tax year will be. Note there's a level of consistency here, so you want to be very careful with the decision. Obviously, most people will probably have a calendar tax year, but if you choose some tax year, just note that changing the tax year might be more difficult. So you want to make sure to plan out what type of tax year you need in your first tax return and report that there. Back to the text. A required tax year is a tax year required under the Internal Revenue Code or the Income Tax Regulations. Calendar tax year. A calendar tax year is 12 consecutive months beginning January 1st, ending December 31st. So, of course, the calendar tax year is what you would expect the calendar tax year to be, in essence, generally. January through December, you must adopt a calendar tax year if any of the following apply. So this is the times when you must adopt the calendar tax year. You do not keep books. You have no annual accounting period. Your present tax year does not qualify as a fiscal year. Your use of the calendar tax year is required under the Internal Revenue Code or the Income Tax Regulations. If you filed your first income tax return using the calendar tax year and you later begin business as a sole proprietorship, you must continue to use the calendar tax year unless you got IRS approval to change it or are otherwise allowed to change it without IRS approval. For more information, see change in your tax year. So again, note that this is one of those things that the IRS doesn't like to see changes within the tax years. Typically, typically need approval for that. Back to the text. If you adopt the calendar tax year, you must maintain your books and records and report your income and expenses for the period from January 1st through December 31st of each year. That's, of course, if you adopt the calendar year, you got to report, in essence, within the calendar year, meaning your income and expenses for that time period. Fiscal tax year. A fiscal tax year is 12 consecutive months ending on the last day of any month except December. So notice it's on the last day of the month last day of any month other than december because if it was december we would just have the calendar year or you could think of it as the fiscal and the calendar would be the same or we would in essence just have a calendar year in that case back to the text a 52 53 week uh, tax year is a fiscal tax year that varies from 52 to 53 
weeks but does not have to end on the last day of a month so obviously normally there's 52 weeks in the year so they're basically saying you need the same kind of period 52 weeks 12 consecutive months typically 53 uh, in in an unusual type of year so 52 53 weeks in the year back to the text if you adopt a fiscal tax year you must maintain your books and records and report your income and expenses using the same tax year. For more information on a fiscal tax year, including a 52-53 week tax year, you can see publication 538. So if you've got, if you want to do in essence something different than the norm, which would be the calendar year, that you want to do more research on that, typically you can go to publication and start there. Publication 538, IRS website, irs.gov. Take a look at the publication or pub. 538. Change in tax year. Generally, you must file Form 1128 application to adopt, change, or retain a tax year to request IRS approval to change your tax year. See the instructions for Form 1128 for exceptions. If you qualify for an automatic approval request or user fee is not required. If you do not qualify for automatic approval or ruling must be requested. See the instructions for Form 1128 for information about user fees if you are requesting a ruling. So if you want to change, once again, the change the tax year, you, you typically need to have the request form, and that's going to be 1128. So bottom line, if you're starting out, then of course you want to make sure that you have uh, the proper starting point, and that'll save you trouble uh, in the future from changing this year. And you can see why the IRS would be very skeptical of a company changing their years because they try they might one of the ways you could try to save on taxes is to adjust the timing period for which the taxes are reported uh, whether they're on a, on a cash basis or accrual basis or when your end date is and that could be a way that people can try to manipulate the amount of income and therefore the amount of tax that's paid therefore the irs is very skeptical <laughs> of people that are trying to change the income or that's again my interpretation of why the IRS would be very skeptical and need approval for these types of things. Back to the text, accounting methods. An accounting method is a set of rules used to determine when, you, when and how income and expenses are reported. Your accounting method includes not only the overall method of accounting you use, but also the accounting treatment you use for any material item. You choose an accounting method for your business when you file your first income tax return that includes a Schedule C for the business. After that, if you want to change the accounting method, you generally must get approval, but uh, get IRS approval. Same kind of thing uh, in the accounting method. The IRS is skeptical of people changing their accounting method. The major two that will, should come to mind is the cash method and the accrual method. But it is possible to have some kind of variant between the two. So we typically, it's actually more of a spectrum. Oftentimes you have the cash method on one end, the accrual method on the other, and in essence, really, we're applying rules somewhere in the middle between the two. It's more of a range between the two. But in essence, you got the cash method, accrual method, and then possibly some kind of combined or uh, hybrid method. Here's an example of our Schedule C. You can see here on line F, we have the accrual method is being checked here. We have the cash, the accrual, or some other method where we would basically fill in the blank. Now, when would you want to use a cash or accrual? We'll talk a little bit about the requirements or when you need to have a cash method or an accrual method or accrual method versus a cash method. Oftentimes, just as a general rule, a smaller company might choose the cash method. It might be easier to track. And then there's certain requirements oftentimes 
in which case the the IRS requires the use of the accrual method, which is actually more of kind of like the standard bookkeeping method. This, when you think about accounting method, the accrual method is actually kind of the go-to more standard accounting method, but it's more difficult to audit sometimes and track information. The cash method can be easier to track payments and whatnot. Uh, so those are those are the two methods. We'll talk a little bit more about them in future presentations.